From The Onion and Onion Public Radio, I'm Leslie Price, and this is The Topical. Before we begin, please pull over your car if you're driving, remove your hat, and stand for our national anthem. I pledge allegiance to the flag of the United States of America and to the republic for which it stands, one nation, under God, indivisible, with liberty and justice for all. Thank you. You may now sit or return to your planned driving route. We'll be back in a moment. Do you ever wonder how celebrities order food? Like, is Sarah Paulson a Diet Coke or a regular Coke girlie? <laughs> Some peasant Coke? No. Or how does Sofia Vergara order a pizza? No, not, no tomatoes. I cannot eat tomatoes. No tomatoes? Yes. Are you killed with mushrooms? Not really. Okay. <laughs> if these are the details you need, and I know you do, I have the podcast for you. I'm Jesse Tyler Ferguson, and on my podcast, Dinners on Me, I take some notable friends of mine out to dinners in Los Angeles and New York City. Listen wherever you get your podcasts. That thing was delicious. Our top story today takes us to Vatican City, where His Holiness, the Pope, has gathered his closest clergymen, nuns, and cardinals for their annual angel hunt. OPR religious correspondent Alan Potts was lucky enough to join the men and women of the cloth in the most remote parts of heaven and learn a little more about this time-honored tradition. There, behind the firmament, a beautiful seraph. I see it. Shoot! Fire! What you just heard were the opening shots in the Vatican's annual seraphim hunt held in the outskirts of heaven. The hunt for the prized seraph, which is a six-winged angel that can travel at speeds of 300 miles per hour, is held each year on the first day of the angel hunting season. It's open to leading members of the Roman Catholic Church who own a Vatican game commission permit, like Mater Ecclesiae Monastery's Sister Rosemary. Last year I nabbed two decent-sized seraphs. Got about 300 pounds total of angel meat which has this nice, sweet flavor to it. This year, I want to bring down three seraphs. The back wings make just the most elegant stock if you reduce them with a cherub. Sister Marie was one of about 50 Vatican hunters dressed in their camouflage vestments, looking to take down the elusive six-winger for this year's hunt. The Vatican says the annual outing is a way to control the angel population, which has had few natural predators since Satan and his minions were banished to hell for all eternity. Here's Cardinal Frank Ramon. If we weren't taking them out, then they'd overcrowd the heavens with their obtrusive bodies and drown every other angel out with their loud bellowing of holy, holy, holy throughout the day. It's the least we can do. Everyone has their own different hunting technique, like baiting the angel with nectar or luring it out from the clouds by mimicking God crying out for help. But Cardinal George Bianchi, who has been hunting seraphim for 35 years now, likes to keep things simple. I like to dab just a bit of seraph urine behind my ears to mask my scent. But the most important thing is that you want to kill it with a clean shot to the head. There's nothing worse than only wounding a seraph and having to slit its throat to put it out of its misery. Sometimes they scream just like us. Cardinal Bianchi believes that a good seraph hunter makes sure no part of an angel goes to waste. On this day, Bianchi's first kill was a seraph on the smaller side, around 95 pounds, which means it was probably only 35,000 years old. 
after he shot the celestial creature 10,000 feet out of the sky with his Remington 700 long range, he walked me through how he was going to use every part of it for either food, clothing, or decorative elements. So I'm here with Cardinal Bianchi, and we have the serif turned over on its backside. Now, you've sliced off its white robes and sunk a knife just below the breastbone to open up its torso. Right. So you've got the ethereal remains here. The ethereal remains taste sour to me, so I will likely just have them stuffed and placed in the Sistine Chapel. Now, if you take the head here... <clears throat> I can have this shimmering head here mounted and displayed somewhere in the papal apartments. I might even make its locks of fire into a winter hat for the Pope. He loves serif fire hats when it's chilly. Well, the halo is intact, too. Yeah, I can sell that halo easily to one of the vendors in Vatican City. Tourists love them. Throughout the day, Cardinal Bianchi, Sister Rose, and their fellow godly hunters brought down about three dozen seraph. In between holding up the angels' limp carcasses to pose for photographs, the Roman Curia broke for wine, prayer, and helped each other work on their seraphim calls. No, 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 no. It's more like this. The day ended a little earlier than expected, after an errant shot from Pope Francis flew through St. Peter's Gate, ricocheted off the throne of God, and buried itself deep into the shoulder of his only begotten son. Sister Rose said sometimes accidents like that happen, but that they don't take away from the overall experience. I feel connected to the eternal kingdom of God when I'm up here skinning angels and throwing their bones to hungry archangels lurking behind. It's just peaceful. Oh, is that a seraph right now? <gasps> That's a big girl. Get down before she sees us. And how are you? Ooh. For Onion Public Radio, I'm Alan Potts. Thanks to OPR religious correspondent Alan Potts for that report. For more stories like the one you just heard and for even more reporting on all things holy, be sure to check out OPR's The Cross, the Cross is hosted by Alan, who you just heard from, and a man named Gil who walked into OPR's offices one day claiming to be Jesus Christ. The Cross airs every day from 12 p.m. to 2 p.m. or until Gil passes out. Back in a moment. Now as I lay me down to sleep, I pray the Lord my soul to keep. And if I die before there's news, I pray that there's a rerun we can use. Amen. Here's what else you sinners need to know today. The White House continues to allege voter fraud in many key states during the election, but the Department of Justice today is disputing those claims. Attorney General William Barr has announced that he himself has found no evidence of widespread election fraud following an exhaustive investigation in which he clicked each one of the warning labels on President Trump's flagged tweets. Barr did note, however, that he would be opening a separate investigation into some claims that he happened to stumble upon while reading through a thread from a QAnon supporter. And with his hopes of re-election all but dwindling, President Trump appears to be grasping at straws today, announcing that his legal team will be filing a lawsuit this week in an effort to overturn one single ballot in Placerville, Idaho. If the Trump legal team is unable to overturn the lone vote in the already red state, they plan to turn their attention toward disqualifying Derby, Kansas resident Naomi Murphy's ballot just for the hell of it. 
And in tech, Jeff Bezos is looking to take down even more competitors today. The insatiable Bezos announced he'll be launching a brand new e-commerce site called Bezalon, all in an effort to undercut Amazon. Initial investors in Bezalon are skeptical, however, after hearing rumors of the potential launch of a third site called JeffNet. It'll be interesting to see which one of Bezos's enterprises comes out on top. And that's it for The Topical today. I'm Leslie Price. The Topical is brought to you by The Onion, Onion Public Radio, myself, some producers I don't feel like naming, and some interns who all went to nice schools, have trust funds, and are under the impression that their six-month fellowship at this radio station qualifies as starting from the bottom. And even though we aren't technically paying them, they still couldn't be more wrong. This has been The Topical, and as contractually obligated, we'll see you tomorrow.